on this episode of Adventures in Being Gifted. Help inspire others. Include them because you don't have to be, like it doesn't have to, to be a leader. It's not just you all the time. You can include others and ha- listen to their ideas. That and a whole lot more coming up. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Adventures in Being Gifted podcast. I'm Jill Hartsock. And I'm Jessica Mullen. And we're two experienced gifted teachers and your hosts. This podcast is a place for parents, educators, and students living the gifted adventure to hear stories, practical tips, deep dive into relevant topics related to being gifted. So come along for another Adventures and Being Gifted episode. We feel that leadership is a critical component to a gifted program. So we have been looking for some different um, examples of why leadership is important. Tell us what you found. So there's an article on NAGC um, written by Todd Stanley, and he they did a study uh, and they followed a student from elementary all the way into the workforce. And the four factors that kind of stood out to them as becoming a dynamic leader were family factors and support, emotional intelligence, practical intelligence, and internal motivation. So just knowing that, we really wanted to instill these strong, dynamic leaders, or we wanted to see our students become these strong, dynamic leaders. And help give them those skills in order to do that. Yeah, build their confidence. At a young age. At a young age, because you don't have to be a certain age to be a leader. And we no. wanted to teach them that. And as Jonathan Cooper in episode two said, you don't have to be a certain age or a certain title. You could be young, you could be old, you could be on any, you know, organization or any component of, could you be know, in any facet your, of life. Yeah, your, your life that your you church, just your school, take it and run house, with it. Your neighborhood. That's right. So I think this is going to be a really cool episode with the girls that we have as guests. Uh, We have met with them for two years, every Friday before school, and we have called this little group Girls in Leadership. Yeah, and it's been an absolute blast, and hopefully it'll continue. It will. So here we go. We've got three awesome girls that we would like to talk with today who are our special guests. Ella, Emerson, and Mina, and we are going to listen to what they have to say as part of their own self-reflection of how leadership has affected them. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Adventures in Being Gifted. Hello. Today's episode, we will be talking all about leadership. Our guests today are three amazing sixth graders who are a part of a small group we call Girls in Leadership. We spent the last two years meeting weekly and working as a group. We've dived deep into what leadership means and experienced it firsthand. Welcome, girls. Hello. Thank you for having us. I'm so excited to record a podcast. It sounds so fun. We're excited to do it with you. How are you? We're good. Thanks. We're so glad to have you guys today. We're so glad to be here. Yes. I'm so excited. This is so fun. Same. Well, it is truly amazing the leaders that you girls have grown to be over the last few years. So Emerson, tell us a little bit about what Girls in Leadership is and what it has meant to you. 
So Girls in Leadership for me is just a very positive experience. And every time, um, every Friday morning that we would meet, it was so exciting to hear what we were going to do and just hear what leadership skill we were going to get to sort of show off that day. And for me, Girls in Leadership has just been a very amazing and positive way for me to show my leadership skills. We love that you felt so good about it because that's part of just the whole experience. Yeah. And it's really cool that you felt it and <laughs> you're beaming right now as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell us a little bit about what Girls in Leadership has taught you. Um, I think Girls in Leadership has helped me as a person um, in some ways, like always doing kind things and thinking of other people um, when they need it and being open to like new ideas, always including others, not just myself and only thinking about myself. So I feel like it's made me more selfless. Girls in Leadership has taught me like to be a better leader and embrace the things that you can do for other people and just do things good for the world. And it's impacted my life by making me want to do more things for just like the world and also spread kindness around all just like school, the our town, all that. So we have done a long list of things together <laughs> over the last two years. So just yeah. briefly share a couple of those things that have impacted you or you think have impacted our community. So one of the things that impacted me was the flower pot project. And because we did it anonymous, nobody knew who it was. And it's like something little, but it can make a big difference and in the school. And they were all dead and stuff, and it didn't look very pretty. And we just planted them over a morning or day. I don't know. I can't that remember. Was, that was like a year ago. Yeah, that was at so, the beginning of like the pandemic. Yeah. And it remember was. how we had to wear mm -hmm. our masks outside and yeah. be six feet away from each other. I can remember <laughs> when we were like, don't get too close. <laughs> well, I definitely think when I organized an escape room project for my peers was changed me as a leader because I didn't even realize I was being a leader when I was doing these things. I just had an idea and I felt the urge to share it with everyone. So I got things organized and went to the principal, asked all if we could do this and permission and everything. And that really changed me as a leader because it affected the way um, I was I could continue on because it felt good to do those things for other people. And when you did that, how old were you? Um, I'm pretty sure I was only 10 or 9. Or yeah, you were in third grade. And yeah. you created this amazing opportunity, this like big event for your classmates as a third grader. That's kind of a big deal. Like looking back, don't you kind of agree? Yeah. I just had an idea and I felt like... Why didn't anyone else think of this? All right, Emerson, what about you? Um, one of my personal favorite projects that we did was we did a Zoom with the, well, now they're the soon-to-be fifth graders, but at that time they were the soon-to-be fourth graders. And we Zoomed with them, and they asked um, me, Mina, and Ella questions about um, going into the fourth grade year. 
questions that were like, is there a lot of homework? But then there were also some other questions that were sort of deeper. Like, I remember, I think I talked about how you can lead and how you can strive as a fourth grade student because I felt like that was very powerful because when we did that, I, when I went into fourth grade, I didn't really have somebody who had been in fourth grade before who was sort of like somebody who could tell me what to expect when you go into fourth grade. So I felt like as a third grade student, I would have loved to have that. So when we did it, I felt like we were being the person who tells them what to expect in fourth grade and how they can strive as leaders and learners in in their fourth grade year. Yeah, uh, it felt because I have an older sister. Her name is Lindy, and she's been in the fourth grade before, so I kind of knew what to expect. But Emerson, she's the oldest, so she just has to wing it. <laughs> Didn't it feel good, though, girls, to be like the older ones, yeah. like the yes. leaders, down to the younger students? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So we do a lot with that concept of mentorship in girls and leadership. So Mrs. Mullen and I are kind of mentoring you girls and you girls get to then mentor younger people. And we try to provide a lot of experiences and opportunities for you all to be able to be kind of in charge of younger kids, especially our class of third graders. That's an easy place for you to kind of demonstrate your leadership. So Mina, tell us um, the time that you were able to create something for our third graders as an older student. Yeah. So we did this project that was the National Park Project, and Ms. Hartsock asked us to, me and my sister Lindy, again, as I mentioned earlier, to just build something and create something that would introduce the unit to them. And at that time, I had COVID, so it was kind of a good thing to keep me occupied by then because I didn't know what to do. And it was really boring so sitting in your room all day. How did you and Lindy figure out what to make? So we basically were just thinking and brainstorming ideas. We are thinking maybe to do, like, we had a bunch of things, but there's this puzzle, and there's all the letters, and each letter was, like, in a picture, I guess. So it was, like, if there's multiple letters... It would be, and it was like a scramble type thing. So if there's multiple letters, there would be like N1, N2 or something. And there's just a bunch of challenges. There's like a puzzle online. There was like a picture. And then there's like words that were colored. I meant not words, letters that were colored like to blend in to the picture. And there is, like, just facts about them. And then there would be, like, one capitalized letter or something like that. So as you were building it, were you thinking, oh, this is going to be so cool. There's, they're going to be so challenged. Yeah. What were you thinking as you were making it? I thought I don't – they were, like, they're going to be challenged. And I, it would just be, like, oh, I made this. And it felt good to just make it for someone else. And Mrs. Mullen, tell them how our students reacted. Our students loved it. They <laughs> were so engaged. <laughs> they did. And I think even for us to tell the students that former students had made it who had already done a National Parks project got them even more excited. So yeah. they just loved seeing 
you guys, I believe you had like a little video at the beginning where you talked yeah. to them and explained <laughs> the activity and they just, they loved it. They were hooked from the moment they started <laughs> that project. So it's cool. We appreciate our That's older right. students coming <laughs> back and helping. So yeah. would you girls be willing to do it again? Yes. Yes, okay. absolutely. For sure. Right. We'll take you up on that. Okay. <laughs> Hiss up. <laughs> All right. So jumping back into our leadership theme here of this episode, Mina, what are the values and qualities that you think are really important in being a young leader? One of them is risk-taking because you have to risk-take to, like, if you're not willing to do a challenge, you're never going to learn. And Well, you will learn a little bit, but you're never going to, like, learn what you need to be learning. And if you don't risk-take, you're just never going to do things that you want to do or makes you feel good like we did, like the Flower Project, if you're not a risk-taker and you don't want to do that, you're not going to be, like, recognized and have that like good feeling inside of you. And another one is, where is it? (laughs) Another one is, can't find it. (laughs) One of them that I had was like, oh yeah, making a better picture for yourself, I guess. And being like all the qualities you want and you get to choose that. You don't get to just like, Someone else gives it to you. All right, girls. I want to know what leadership quality you're hoping to improve and get better at this coming year. This might be a a new question off the cuff, but what are you wanting to get better at? Um, I really want to get better at, um, I think I said something like this earlier, but when as a person who strives with empathy and loves to be empathetic um I sometimes think oh they're gonna react the exact same way I would react or I like make a mental picture for myself and sort of play it out in my head and their reaction is similar to how I react when somebody empathizes towards me and I just want to get better at thinking okay they're not the same person as me nobody is the same person which I keep in my mind. And so I sort of think you have to think about, like, if you know the person, which most of the time you know the person, think about how you've seen them react in the past and sort of their personality. And you have to think about what is important for me to make sure that they feel comfortable and they feel like somebody's actually there for them instead of somebody's like trying to force them to be um and react the same way that they would. So I keep that in my mind and I have to sort of get better at it, which is kind of hard for me sometimes because I just really want to help and I at the side of it I just want to help, but I have to press pause and tell myself they don't react the same way as you do. So prepare yourself for it to backfire or for it to go very well <laughs> in just any occasion. Yeah. That's a good goal. One of mine is like flexible thinking because if something's like planned or something, it's kind of like Emerson's, but also kind of not. If like you, if like something's planned or something and it doesn't like go like that, I'm like, oh, I already got everything ready. I know that's when it's supposed to happen. I need to not, I need to be more flexible with that and just do, just go with the flow. 
Awesome. We will help keep you accountable to that, girls. <laughs> All right. So, Mina. Yes. We had um, heard that you want to turn the tables on us and ask us a question. So, yeah. what question would you like to ask us? I would like to ask us, how have we impacted you as other people? Just like, because you impact us and you're our mentors, but how have we impacted you guys? That's a great question because I think in the big scheme of things, like you've already mentioned about leadership, yeah, it really is such a, a piece of... Um, the experience of leadership is really how you end up feeling at the end from doing something for other people. So I think for me, I know I'm sure I'm speaking for Mrs. Mullen too, but for me, knowing that we are connecting with you and we are a place that you can rely on us and you can trust us and you can meet with us and we can learn these things together. I think that really impacts us and like, it's, it's all about relationships. It's all about just connectivity. And I think because we're connecting with you, that fills us up. And we just know that like, in the end, that's what people are meant to do and be. And so knowing that we're impacting you is so meaningful and so significant for us. So I think that's the biggest piece is that relationship piece for us. Yeah. And just seeing your girl's high energy and your motivation <laughs> has definitely inspired us. Um, even as adult leaders, it makes us want to, you know, be a better leader as we're, you know, helping you guys figure out leadership. So um, we just love your drive and your passion and it's just exciting. So thank you for everything you've given us as well. You're welcome. <laughs> we love seeing how you are going to then impact others around you and younger than you yeah. in the future. And now, what are we talking about? <laughs> Volleyball, soccer. I feel like you guys are definitely leaders in the sports field as well as the academics yeah. in school yes. too. So that's been cool to hear your stories. So another question that we want to know is who has influenced or impacted you? It might be more than one person or you might just want to focus on one person right now, but who has impacted you in your life that you're kind of inspired um, Miss Hartsock and Miss Mullen, the ones doing this podcast with me. We did not ask this question to be <laughs> patted on our back, but thank you. You're welcome. And also my parents, because they've inspired me to yes. be big leaders and strive for the best me and just do the things that I want to do and help other people and just have fun in life. Um, one of the people who has impacted me most recently, um, this is only one of the people that has impacted me, but my cousin Caroline, um, I just love her personality so much. She's such an amazing person and she, like just her personality and how she acts makes me want to be a better person and makes me want to like do the same things she does and just take what she like her mindset that she has and impact it and embrace it in my life she 
is herself all the time. Like, she is not afraid to be somebody who's cool. Um, she doesn't act like she wants to be somebody else. She acts like who she wants to be as a person, and she acts like herself, which is one quality that I love, and that's one of the qualities I feel like every person should have. And I just always want to be exactly like myself every day and I just love that about my cousin Caroline and she is such an amazing person she's so funny and she's just such a nice sweet and nurturing person and I love surrounding myself with her she is such an amazing person is she older or younger than you um she is 17 I believe so she's in high school she's gonna be a senior this year so that's a great role model Tell us about what values and qualities you think are important in being a young leader. Um, I definitely think the values and qualities um, that are important is risk-taking, coming out of your comfort zone to do great things that you usually wouldn't, doing like service projects or whatever you ha- ideas you have, um, coming out, um, asking other people to help you. That's a Risk-taking is definitely a big part of that. I also think creativity is a big part of it because you have to be able to come up with these ideas, not just do something that everyone's doing. Be outstand, like outgoing and be out of the crowd. And then um, that also lets you, um, the creativity helps you include uh, ideas to make the world a better place. So now that you're getting ready to start sixth grade, be in sixth grade, and we've been together in our girls and leadership group for two years. What do you think you're going to take into this new school year? What kind of things are you going to take and apply to the new school year, new people, new classmates from our girls and leadership group? Um, one thing that I definitely think I'm going to take is the fact that when you sort of think about leadership, you don't really think like you sort of think of like big projects and people getting recognition for it, which is something that I feel like a lot of people, it's like a stereotype or like a myth about leadership. And so I want to take the fact that you do not have to be recognized for what you do in order to be a leader, like we did with the post-it note project. Um, I still want to do like little projects like that. And I want to push myself to do that more because I feel like nobody does it enough and I feel like there could be so much more positivity in the world rather than negativity. Um, So I want to take that into my new school year and then also the fact that I just want to be open to people's ideas and stuff because I feel like in the past I was open to it but I just want to be more open to it and sort of hear what ideas they have to make school a better environment and things like that because especially going into middle school um, there's so many ideas that people have but they're not willing to share them with other people so I just want to be there and to help um, understand what people have and what ideas they have um, to make school a better environment so I just want to take that to my new school. That is amazing because you can really be so powerful 
as a small group, kind of like what we've learned mm-hmm. this year and last year in Girls in Leadership, where if we take pieces of all of our ideas and put them together, and then even when we went out and got other people to help us, like with the Post-it Note Project, it was super powerful because we hit the entire school with post-it notes on everybody's locker and we were able to do that because we kind of had a team. So it sounds like you're thinking almost like a bigger impact by including more people, more ideas and being able to delegate with other people. And that's, that's high end. That's higher level. That's great. I also love how you mentioned, um, not, not necessarily having the credit, because no one in our school knew who put the post-it notes on. And sometimes that's makes you feel even better, or cooler that like, Ooh, it's a secret and they don't have to know it's me, but it impacted so many kids as they walked into school that day. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So if you could give a piece of advice to other young leaders, what would it be? Um, I would be it would be just to work hard and never stop thinking of your goals like make goals set them and just reach them help inspire others include them because you don't have to be like it doesn't have to to be a leader it's not just you all the time you can include others and listen to their ideas so just be open to keep learning and look and include other people. Before we say goodbye, we're going to turn the mic back over to you. And we hear that you have a question that you want us to answer. Yes, I do. So my question for you is how has a leader from your past impacted your definition of a leader today? All right. That's a deep question and very relevant because I think all of us have been impacted one way or the other by different leaders, whether it's a real life person or like what you just said about Abby Wambach in a book. Um, I would say for me, one of my biggest um, influences as a leader was my eighth grade teacher, Mrs. Wallach Fagan. And I still um, keep in touch with her today over social media. She was one of those people who her biggest leadership quality was much like yours, the empathy piece. And she really connected relationally with all of us students in eighth grade. And eighth grade is kind of a tough age to be liked by people in general. (laughs) And we just bonded with her as a grade and we just love, love, love her so much. She continued to be close with us as we went through high school And, um, she just was like a big cheerleader for us. And she really did a lot of relevant topics and hard topics. And it was great to be able to discuss those topics because we kind of felt more grown up. So I just think she gave us a lot of empowerment. So that was a really big piece. And I think, um, for me, she influenced me a lot in just wanting to become a teacher. I have a teacher as my favorite leader too, (laughs) except my sister. She's also someone who has been an inspiration to me, but in my career and in the education field, my third grade teacher at the time, her name was Mrs. Moore. She was always doing things that were kind of outside of the box and not like every other teacher in the building. So it was just such an inspiration to see someone I don't know, not following 
the crowd. She was the one kind of, I don't know, reaching out into the community and pulling them in. I remember, I think I was in the newspaper like three times that year, just because she was always doing crazy things that no one else was doing with their students. And I think after I left third grade, I don't think I ever said I wanted to be anything else but a teacher after that. So just showing me to push yourself and that education can be so much fun and learning can be crazy. So she was definitely my inspiration as a leader. That's so awesome. I love that so much. Do you think people can become leaders or are they a natural born leader? That's a great question. I am going to answer that I think it's a little bit of both. I think that there's definitely an inclination in people or a natural tendency to be a leader. And I would definitely say, Ella, you have that because we saw that as a third grader in you. Um, and it just kind of comes out of you, you know, you just can't keep it inside. But then I also believe that it's super important, like any subject really in general, that it's important for us to learn more about it and dive deeper and learn as much as we can. For example, like when we read the Wolfpack book by Abby Wambach, and I think those are important pieces to learn or resources from other people. So I'm going to say it's, it's a balance of both natural ability or even just an interest in it, if you don't have like all of the chutzpah you need to be that natural leader, but then learning and growing your skills is essential to be that total strong leader that you want. I would have to agree, you know, with all of the gifted kids that we see, you know, day in and day out at school and through our classes, there are definitely students who strike us as just wow, they are such a leader. Where did that come from? But then we've seen students come through us and just grow their leadership skills leaps and bounds by just the things that we've talked about in class and just have become leaders. And as soon as you you know teach those kids the qualities they need or the things that they could do, most people just grab it and run. Um, so I think, like Jill said, it's a little bit of both, but it definitely can be nurtured through the things that their families do or their friends or their teachers or whoever is around them. All right, girls, we are so thankful that you were able to be here today. Thank you so much for coming and podcasting with us and telling us all about student leadership. Thank you for letting us come and just have us here. Thank you so much. I really appreciate yes. that you wanted to have us on here. Sure. It's so fun. Yeah. Yeah, it has been absolutely amazing to see you grow at, into leaders. So <laughs> thanks, ladies. You're Thank welcome. You. Bye. Wow, that was amazing. Those girls are definitely an inspiration to all young leaders out there who are wanting to take the initiative and be leaders. So thank you so much, girls, for being here. And I think for those of you that are listening to our episode today, whether you're a parent, whether you are a teacher, and or whether you are a student yourself, this Girls in Leadership group just started. We really didn't have a major plan or um, anything in 
particular writing or anything structured um, formally. I think really it came from the heart and we just had people who were passionate and interested in leadership. They just felt comfortable enough to ask us to meet with them. And we said yes. And we just kind of went from there. So our charge for you all listening today would be to look around and see if there are younger people that really are interested in leadership younger than you and what can you help them do or what how can you help them learn more about leadership and just go ahead and start meeting start mentoring start working together and seeing where your passions might lead. Yeah. And if you're a student listening, just like the girls in leadership did with us, take the initiative, go out, ask some teachers, ask some parents and see what you can start. See what little group you can start. And even if it's as small as planting flowers in front of your school or putting post-its, I mean, these are some classic ideas that you can find on the internet, but how can you impact others and really make a difference in their lives to fulfill their, or fill their bucket, I should say. And it'll fill yours at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks again, girls in leadership. You are awesome. Thanks everyone for listening to another Adventures in Being Gifted episode. Make sure that you subscribe and review us wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss an episode. Join us again next time for more Adventures in Being Gifted.